Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Huskies on Tap, a podcast for the Huskies by the Huskies, presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill, and brought to you by On Tap Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300. And today, I'm going to be breaking down another victory, the Huskies' third victory in a row, their second victory in a row in the conference. And on top of that, Huskies on Tap listeners, our NIU Huskies are in sole possession of first place in the Mac West. So what a day, what a weekend, what a first half of the season. Six games in, got six games left. The boys sit at four and two, first place in the Mac West, knocked off Toledo, knocked off Georgia Tech, knocked off so many quality teams already up to this point. Eastern Michigan just played a grinded out game against Miami of Ohio. We beat them too. As they said on the broadcast yesterday, these games essentially count for two. These are division games. These are basically all playoff games. Like you have to be able to win these quote unquote playoff games and you'll have the tiebreaker over that team later in the season. Ball State beat the brakes off of Western Michigan yesterday thus landing us in first place, sole possession in the Mac, Mac West. My apologies. The beautiful part about this is this team's not winning pretty. Uh, They're not winning like how you see most other teams do on college football on Saturday, where it's like you run up the score, you got all these fun plays, all this crazy stuff happening, da-da-da-da-da. Northern Illinois is winning football games by developing an identity, and that identity is run the ball, run the ball effectively and play smash mouth defense. And it didn't work the first few weeks because the defense, you know, hadn't gotten up to speed yet, but the defense I'm going to say is the reason why we were in the game in the first place yesterday. And John Richardson is the reason why we were able to win the game yesterday. John Richardson, NIU record five field goals to, to account for uh, 15 points he was able to kick the game-winning field goal in which we called on this very podcast on Thursday. I know I was wrong about the score prediction. I said 31 to 28, but how, how cool is that? I, I was sitting there on Saturday, rally cap and all, you know, in my room, just like, come on, boys, you got one more drive in you. I know you do. And, you know, one thing leads to another. Tyrese, Tyrese Ritchie make, makes the huge catch in the red zone from Rocky Lombardi. And on the day, it wasn't the best day accuracy-wise for Rocky. But Rocky, you know, the way he makes up for that is by the way he makes plays with his legs and a pass like he made towards the end of the game with Tyrese Ritchie. That was an NFL-caliber pass. That was a drop it in the bucket that was, uh, you know, only my receiver can catch it. And if you, if you put the ball in a position where only Tyrese Ritchie can catch it, He's going to catch it. So when they made that catch, super ecstatic. Uh, the only thing I was worried about was will John Richardson have like a little extra like jitters going up for the kick. He had missed a kick earlier in the game, but I think it should be noted that on that kick, it was, it was a bad snap, bad hold, bad kick. So it was bad from all over the place. It wasn't any one person's fault, and it is what it is. I think John more than wrote his wrong uh, for missing a kick early in yesterday's game. And if we would have lost, it would have been the difference, and I'm sure there would have been idiots on the Internet that would have said it's his fault, and it's not. 
that kid's going to get Mac West, you know, special teams conference player of the week. And there's no one else that's more deserving. Coach Hammock, couple fourth, you know, going forward on fourth down, really trusting your offensive line, really trusting your running backs, really just trusting your team. This team is growing right in front of our very eyes. And it's a beautiful sight to see. We're two wins away from being bowl eligible. You know, we entered the season as plus 4,000. And if I'm not mistaken, like the third worst odds to win the MAC conference, right now we're sitting in first place and we control our own destiny. We got six games left. We're 2-0 and in conference play. Let's run the table. Why not us? Why not NIU? We've done it so many times in the past. We finally got our guys in in the Coach Hammock regime, and they're clicking, and they're firing on all cylinders, and they're buying into what the coaches are saying, and they're believing in the man next to them, and they're embracing being a college football player. Last year didn't seem like a lot of fun. Last year losing you know, every game and losing in, for the most part, convincing, convincing fashion in some games had to hurt. But those guys got back to the drawing board. They got back to the weight room. They got back to the field. And they are a, a more mature, a more talented, a more hardworking, and a smarter bunch. And, you know, defensively, I want to make some, some shout-outs. Um, Lance DeVoe, guy I got in, in class this semester, someone we've had on the show, kids playing absolutely out of his mind. Third week in a row, absolutely banana land game from Dylan Thomas. And then Nick Routine. I think personally we have the best linebacking core, if not the the best front seven in the MAC. That defensive line gets a real push. They play with real tenacity and are real physical. Same thing goes for the, for the uh, the second level of the defense. I actually have a play yesterday that I know will get lost by the wayside because at the time it, it got called back. It was a pass interference or like holding, I believe it was. No, it was a holding. So it didn't matter to um, – it didn't matter. Like, the play that Lance DeVoe made truly didn't matter because uh, the play got redone, I guess you would say, because of a penalty. But there was this play. So Bryant Kobach on Toledo, who had that huge run in the first half and then like a 75-yard screen that he just took to the casa. I mean, he was doing all right, but outside those two plays – he hadn't done anything. And those two plays were broken plays, broken tackles, and just broken assignments. So there was a play that ended up getting called back because of a penalty, but it was a screen pass to Bryant Kobach, and it was a blitz peel. Lance Savoy had a blitz peel. So he had a blitz assignment, but as a linebacker, if you see that, you know, that running back coming out, your blitz is canceled on the fly, and you got to make that call right then and there. Lance did that. He hopped right on the running back and was right there to make the tackle after about a yard or two. Obviously, the penalty ended up, you know, changing the play. But, yeah, Lance DeVoe, great game. Nick Routine, great game. And that front seven, guys like Devontae O'Malley, guys like James Esther, all great games. And even if you go as far back as the secondary, it was phenomenal. It was everything that you could have asked for on the road against a team that was favored by at kickoff. They got up to two touchdown favorites. They never held the lead equivalent to two touchdowns. So hate to see it. People that bet money on Toledo probably lost the house yesterday, but 
and no one could have had as bad of a day as uh, there was this guy who put five hundred thousand dollars on Cincinnati, Ohio State, and Alabama all to win. Alabama lost to Texas A&M. So thoughts and prayers for that guy. But yeah, we slide into the midway point of the season, four and two, three game winning streak. Bowling Green coming to town. They just got pumped last week against Akron. Am I crazy to think we can run the table? I know I'm just a podcaster. I know I'm just spitballing here, but one and zero every week sounds amazing. Find a way to win these football games and continue to go one and zero on the offensive side of the ball. It's a gritty week. It's a tough week to give uh, player of the game, player of the week. But offensive offensive side of the ball, it's going to go to a position group. It's going to go to, you know, some of some of the friends of the show. But NIU starting offensive line, take your hat off. You are the players of the week on the offensive side of the ball. Cleared space for Ontario Brown, Jay Ducker, you know, Clint Rakovich. Rocky had another phenomenal game running the football. And it's like I see all these things on social, like on Facebook and on Twitter and all this shit. And it's just like bench Rocky, blah, this Rocky, that no Rocky's our quarterback. Rocky's been there and done that before he's played in these high level games in front of hundreds of thousands of people. Be patient. He may not be perfect, but he's our quarterback and he's playing good football. And there's small things in his game, like his accuracy right now that he can work on. It's not the end of the world. Switching to a freshman or a underclassman quarterback right now in the in the given the circumstances of where our season is right now at four and two and with everything right there in front of us for the taking, just trust this process, trust this quarterback, trust the coaching, trust this podcast. Best source for NIU news. No, I'm just being a check, but uh no, definitely trust us. We we never lie. But yeah, I I'm proud of the way they battled. I'm proud of the way. They were able to bounce back after going down because they were in control from the very outset. They were winning the game the entire game. Uh, They took the lead, you know, back going in before halftime because there was a two for one for Toledo. So it was imperative that we got some points on that drive. Ontario Brown gets his first career, um, gets his first career college football touchdown. And it was a beaut. And let's just be honest. It doesn't matter who's in that backfield. It could be Ontario Brown. It could be Harrison Whaley. It could be Clint. It could be Aaron. It could be Jay. It could be Mason Blakemore. It could be me. It could literally be Frankie Munez with the wheelchair from from uh, from Malcolm in the middle, and we still getting 100-plus yards a game. That offensive line is moving bodies. And another one, too, the Rocky Lombardi third and 19 scramble. Like, Jesus. That, that man's related to Michael Vick. He has wheels that I don't think any of us anticipated when he committed to Northern, and he's a phenomenal talent. I mean, once he really fine-tunes some things, there's no reason why he can't be an all-MAC level performer. And we got him for another year or two, so it's going to be great to see the growth that he has in this system and with Coach Hammock. But Without the help of the offensive line, nothing that happened today was possible. And for that reason, they are my offensive player of the game. On the defensive side of the ball, goal position group again. We're just going to go 
we're doing we're doing position groups and then the most obvious one obviously that was like a double entendre right there for special teams player of the week but position group that I think performed the best and I'm going to I can't pick one specific player to give it to linebackers so Nick Routine, Lance DeVoe, Dylan Thomas. Great game from all three of them. Dylan Thomas ended up being the guy who broke up the hook and ladder on the last play of the game. He made a joke about it on Instagram. Like, man, I don't got hands no more. When he, when he quote-unquote finds his hands, it's going to be a tough day for quarterbacks realizing they got an extra DB basically playing linebacker. So hate to see that for them. And then special teams. Let's talk about it. John Richardson, four or – it would be five for six on the day from from uh, from field goal land, including the game winner late in the game to put the Huskies up 22 to 20. And the poise, um, the confidence, especially after missing a kick earlier in that game, he missed a, a 22-yarder. And for anyone that knows John or, or – Anyone that listens to the show that may get a hold of John, I, I personally take blame and the announcers of the game take blame because they're like, yeah, Richardson hasn't missed a kick all year, uh, field goal or extra point. So I tweeted it. And the second I tweeted it, the next kick he missed. And after that, the man looked like Adam freaking Venetary for the rest of the day. So John Richardson going to be my player of the week on special teams it's going to be the mac west player of the week on special teams and any times any time that you can get 15 points out of your field goal kicker it always plays obviously those were all touchdown drives that would have been 35 points we would have absolutely boat raced them but that wasn't what the game called for yesterday it was a real lunch pail game it was a real grinded out junkyard boneyard victory on the road in front of fans ruined their homecoming and made the best of ours. This team's clicking. Coach Hammock is clicking. Coach Jackson and Coach Eidness, Coach Eisness are clicking. And you absolutely don't want to see these guys on your schedule if you're in the MAC. And I know going into the season, even even still, we still have one of the youngest teams. We're still relatively inexperienced. There is not a team in this conference that wants to see us on a Saturday for the rest of the season. And we're like halfway to Detroit, boys and girls. Four and two, two and zero oh in the MAC. Find a way to win a football game against Bowling Green this week, and we are really cooking. As long as we continue to win football games and put our best foot forward, this is going to be a team that that could be right there at the end of the day in Detroit. And I know I said it, you know, at the very beginning of the season that you know. As I was walking out of media day, you're talking to Braden and, and Clinton, like, yo, I'll see you guys back here in Detroit at the end of the year. And I wasn't joking. I know they weren't either. So that'd be amazing. Obviously, I look forward to traveling back to Detroit. I'd have to stay at my favorite shitbox motel, uh, you know, because I'm a college student. I can't afford to stay at the, the Ritz or whatever nice place we're staying at. But, Yeah. I can't be more proud of this team. Um, very rewarding. Makes my job so much easier. Makes the live show so much better. Makes the coverage of this team so much happier. And, and you can hear the you can hear the excitement and happiness in my voice. Last year was so much pain, and 
I'll never think of last year again if we win a MAC championship this year, and, and it'll be totally worth it. But yeah, show news um, Tuesday. We're going to be back out at Fatty's. We only have two shows left, and the final show of the season, I've left it up to myself to get all the guys together to try and get an eating contest. So next, not this upcoming Tuesday, this upcoming Tuesday, October 12th, we're going to be joined by NIU tight end Liam Sorhan and NIU starting quarterback Rocky Lombardi. Friends of the program, roommates, our guys, we're going to get a perspective uh, and just, you know, their words and thoughts on this past weekend's game. And then we have a huge game against Bowling Green coming up this Saturday that we got to find a way to go 1-0 for so that we can continue to keep this momentum. We'll be out at Fatty's this Tuesday, October 12th at 6 p.m. Um, it's going to be a great time. Regular show as usual will be going from the 6 to 7. And then the show, if you're not able to catch it in person, uh, will be available next the next day via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your shows. But to wrap things up for today's episode, the Huskies come away victorious, 22-20, on the back of Matt Richardson's leg. I don't know if that made any sense, but offensive players of the game, it's going to be players except for the special teams, offensive players of the game, the offensive line, and the offensive line includes the extension of the offensive line, guys like Tristan Tavis, Brett Bostad, Liam, uh, Evan Buss was getting snaps, and so was John Champ out there. I, I saw a play on Saturday where John got his, he blocked until his damn helmet got popped off. So John Champ and Evan Buss, the guys that were on the show earlier this week, they were out there too. And some of the, some of the big packages where it was literally no wide receiver sets, just like, we're going to run the ball. Can you stop us? And they couldn't. Defensive side of the ball, Lance DeVoe, Nick Routine, and Dylan Thomas. That second level of the defense really played phenomenal, really kept Brian Kobach in check with the exception of those two gash plays, which were really the only times that Toledo saw any sort of real life from their offense was those gash plays. So that was amazing to see. And then on the special team side of the ball, I'd be remiss to not give it to this guy, John Richardson, our kicker. 15 points, only one missed kick, and perfect on kickoffs. And just like as cool as ice, it's just just freaking nails going up to kick that last field goal. I was a little nervous. I'm sure he was a lot of nervous. A game-winning kick. I don't know how many of those he has in his career. But John Richardson has an accurate leg, and he has a strong leg. And he showed us out there on Saturday – He's going to be the Mac West Special Teams Player of the Week. But for all intents and purposes, he is my Huskies on tap Special Teams Player of the Week. And I got nothing else for you guys. Like I said, we will be back out on Tuesday at Fatties at 6 p.m. to discuss this week's game, to discuss last week's game, and to just catch up with Rocky and Liam. I think we're going to try and do like a – maybe like a, a midterm, like grade, grade report or grade card, see what the guys think on the first half of the season. We'll switch it up. Obviously, no roommate rapid fire, O-line rapid fire. The final segment of the show will be a little bit different, but in my, uh, I got to hop into my creative bag and find something that's going to be also as funny that will close out the show. But, you know, with that being said, be, 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 with that being said, be sure to get out and support these guys on Saturday. There's no reason for you not to get out to the game on Saturdays as long as you're available. And then, two, 
you know, NIU men's soccer, I thought they should get a uh, shout out. They, while we were beating Toledo, they beat the number four ranked team in the nation in West Virginia. And they beat them with a clean sheet, which for those of you that don't watch soccer means a shutout. And they won two nothing. And shout out to those guys. I've recently this year been really getting into soccer. I guess you would say I kind of started watching it a little bit more uh, towards the end of the pandemic, like when sports first came back, started watching like the Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga. And then obviously I really enjoyed the Euros this past summer. But if I can get out to a game for NIU men's soccer, absolutely would love to do so. Those guys are, they deserve to be ranked. They're a nationally respected team. And uh, yeah, it's a great day to be a Husky. I think the volleyball team, the women's volleyball team won as well. So Huskies take a clean sweep. Sean Frazier's doing the tweets today. Coach Hammock, another win for you. You got, you know, you got a team to be real proud of. And then Coach Jackson and Isis, way to trust the process, way to, way to stick to it and, and get your units firing on all cylinders. The offense does have leave a little bit of work to be to be done, but it's in the passing game. And those are things that can get worked on. We need to work on some timing things, some accuracy things, stuff of that nature. But there's one thing that this team does and they do very well, if not one of the best in the country, and that's running the football. And like I said earlier in the episode, doesn't matter too much who's back there. You saw, you know, Rocky can get it done. You see Clint can get it done. Aaron Collins, Jay Ducker, Mason Blakemore. Anybody, anytime, any place, hate to be a linebacker or, you know, a, a defensive back in the MAC going up against this rushing attack. But I got nothing else for you guys. Like I said, make sure to get out there on Tuesday to support the guys and support the show if you're available. And then obviously again on Saturday for the home game against Bowling Green. But we got nothing else for you guys. This was Huskies on Tap presented to you by Fatty's Pub and Grill brought to you by On Tap Sports. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300 and you can follow our main accounts at Huskies on Tap. We appreciate you for listening and go Huskies. Yeah. I got drinks on living lavish in the kitchen whipping magic. I got drinks on living lavish in the kitchen whipping magic. We got London on the track. I ain't asked now for nothing. I took the heart away. Twelve put me over, coming with it. They took my heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Heart away. Jumping in hard.